You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. This webmasterradio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine, you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will take you inside the latest trends in mobile technology and help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn about the latest strategies and trends in the world of mobile, web development, search, email marketing, text message marketing, and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now, now, prepare, prepare to get mobilized. Here are your hosts, Cindy Crum and Eric Chan. Hi, everybody. You're listening to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is your host, Cindy Crum from Rank Mobile. And today I am here with Michael Martin, who was on a panel with me at SES San Francisco. Say hello, Michael. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? Not too bad. It's good to be back here in San Diego. <laughs> 
So I thought we had an excellent panel, right? Yeah, I mean, what's, what I thought was most interesting, and, and you, I mean, you know this as well as I, but um, at, at search conferences, usually the mobile sessions are kind of like the ugly redheaded stepchild, they're kind of like this, the side session. And what, what I thought was really interesting at SCS is that that room was really packed, and, and people are really excited and not just want to know what the future is, but what to do now with mobile. I thought that was really yeah. interesting as far as mobile search. We had a really engaged, enthusiastic audience this time, so that's nice, because you're right. Sometimes uh, we just don't get the audience that, that, of course, you and I think we should. So uh, give, give everyone a little bit of an introduction. For those uh, listeners who don't know who you are and what you do, uh, give us a little bit of background knowledge. Sure. Um, my name is, again, Michael Martin, and my background is in uh, computer engineering, but I've been in the internet marketing field. Um, for just over 10 years, um, and I've been specializing in SEO, and what's been really interesting is as SEO has evolved through the years, it's been pretty telltale that, you know, the mobile space is really um, where it's going as far as viewers, and, and that was a big reason why um, I latched on early to, to Android, because I really saw Android as a propellant for uh, mobile search. Right. So you have this deep love for Android, and I call you the Android Man, and you carry around a little Android uh, robot. Well, that's guy. changed. Last year it was a, that little doll thing from Google I.O. Now it's now it's a little figurine, so it's getting a little yeah. more. You know, now as as the market shares increase, you know, it's getting a little more you know, formalized, moving away from the doll stage. Right. No more dolls. It's not right. like the GI Joes. <laughs> yeah. Got to <laughs> All right. So, uh, tell us then a bit about what were the high points of your presentation and what do you think the key takeaways were that you really wanted people to be able to execute on? You, you made a lot of good points, I think, uh, specifically about um, SEO and making your content rank, and you talked about having, you know, whether or not you should have a separate domain. So give us a bit more on that. Yeah, I mean, especially with this uh, being a relatively, uh, I don't want to say new space, but um, something that people are really looking for more information on uh, as far as mobile SEO is, is really understanding um, SEO 101, the fundamentals. And one of the main things right now with a lot of the, the FUD you know, going out there about mobile SEO is these services that try to say, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll provide your mobile rendering on under our domain, um, and, and really kind of steering clear from that because SEO 101 is essentially keeping everything within your own domain, not really parsing it out to someone else's, uh, especially if you're paying for it and they're, they're getting that SEO benefit to their own domain. Right. Um, so that was so the separate domain thing includes kind of two genres or two strategies, right? It includes the .mobi strategy as well as the hosted mobile strategy where the companies come out and say, we'll mobilize your site, it's really easy, and then they put your mobile content on their domain, right? Right. This, yeah, speaking specifically to the, the hosted solution, while having a .mobi um, can make sense in a very limited sense, um, but what I would recommend with, with .mobi um, is if you're trying to set it up as a landing page, uh, redirect to your mobile version within your own domain. Absolutely. I've been recommending that as well. If you have the mobile domain, that's fine. The .mobi, just redirect it because people don't know. People anymore don't know when to use the .mobi and, and when not to. And, and everyone thought that .mobi was the answer for a little while. 
Um, but uh, it's just confusing because users don't know, you know, do I use the .mobi when I'm on a smartphone or just when I'm on a um, feature phone or um, things like that. And I think it's it made sense where it started. You know, p- uh, the .mobi is really popular in Japan, and there it makes sense because they have kind of a different conception of how uh, what a mobile phone is. You have um, very, very distinct... Uh, differences between the mobile phone and the traditional computer in Japan. Like people will have email addresses that are specifically for their phone, and then for their specifically for their computer. But everywhere else, it seems like we think of the the mobile phone as an extension of the computer. So there's no need uh, to have a, a totally separate domain. And in fact, you know, we have a hard enough time getting people to remember one domain, much less two, and to know when to use it. Right. And, and then that, that's a good, I mean, that's a lead into you know, what, what you and I recommend um, highly is the optimal solution is, is using user agent detection to render, render that mobile version using CSS under the same URL or as fallback under an M.dot dot um, subdomain. Right, right. So let's talk about what you're seeing with the hosted mobile solutions, because I've been seeing that a lot recently um, with clients that have been kind of lulled into this idea that that um, they can pay a couple thousand dollars and, and do the hosted mobile solution. And um, there, it's more than just being away from the primary domain that's the problem, in my experience. Um, is that your experience, too, with those hosted mobile solutions? Yeah, and, and I, I mean, a... A, you're paying them to help themselves out, um, and even even with that rendering, it's pretty. Um, I mean, it's pretty ugly from what I've seen. I haven't really seen a really good mobile implementation on any of those services, at least that I'm aware of. Um, so I don't. I, I just see it as a lose lose situation. What I see a lot is uh, companies that are working with a, a hosted mobile solution. What it is is it, it's a, a transcoder, and it'll take the code that you've got and kind of scrape the page. And, and reorganize it. And transcoding and, and all that process is fine, but hosting it away from the, the primary domain is a problem. But then the other thing I see is that these companies um, really don't know much about basic SEO. I mean, even the, the basic basics um, and things like having a permanent um, static readable file name. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of problems in that where the, the hosted mobile solutions are creating... Um, temporary file names uh, that are very dynamic and have no keywords in them, and they just don't get indexed. Mm. Uh, so, so in that sense, it's horrible for for SEO. And then beyond that, I'm seeing um, these hosted mobile solutions are recommending the user agent detection and redirection. Um, but usually not in a comprehensive way. Uh, they usually just recommend that you put the user agent detection across the entire traditional site and always send it back to their mobile homepage, um, yep. which if you've landed on a deep page in a search result, um, and it's the, the traditional site that's ranking in the search result, um, and you click on that, and you think you're getting some deep page exactly what you're looking for, like a story or an article, um, but then the user agent detection fi- sees that you're on a phone and takes you from the traditional site back to the mobile home page, then you have to go about right. finding whatever result you're looking for all over again. Right. So, I mean, that's just not, 
poor SEO, but it's poor usability. It should always be a one-to-one if you're going to even bother with that type of solution, if you can call it that. Right, right. Well, and so what what have you been telling people about um, file structure on a mobile site? Because I'd like to, to compare notes. Um, I say that the, and I think you may have said this in, in this speech, but I'm not sure. I've been telling people that the mobile file structure should be a mirror of the traditional file structure, except for the the dot m or the forward slash m. Is that is that what you're saying too? Yes. Uh, if if you are using the the m dot, I mean, I would always recommend just analogous to what um, WP Touch does on WordPress um, when you when you have user agent detection, render that exact same URL, but using that mobile CSS to render that same page in a mobile-friendly format. Now, if you are going in MDOT, then yet yeah, I would always keep the URL structured exact same um, right. because Google has already, has already clarified that that won't be a duplicate penalty, but once the mobile index really clarifies and starts really start showing those MDOTs, um, that won't have any issue as far as duplication on your standard site. Right. And had you ever seen anything like that that one slide that I showed with the Amazon results? Did did you uh, remember that one? It had um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it had the exact same uh page ranking for traditional and then the same URL except it started with an M dot um ranking right below the traditional uh results and this was out of a traditional search. Uh so I think that just proves the point that um, there aren't duplicate, you know, there aren't issues with duplication there in terms of rankings. Um, yeah, and I, and I remember that slide, and, and I've seen similar things, and that's why I feel, I mean, the mobile mobile search is really the wild west of, of SEO, where SEO was in the early 2000s or late uh, 90s. I mean, there's so many things that Google is experimenting with and that you could really take advantage of um, as it really evolves that, that mobile, I mean, the mobile index as it uh really corresponds to those mobile search results. Right. Well, and it shows something else, which I think a lot of people don't realize. Um, one of the main points that I had was that the um, traditional results are ranking in mobile search, but also vice versa. Mobile results are ranking in traditional search. And that's not necessarily a bad thing as long as you have things set up to get people to the right version of the site based on the, the device that they're using. Yeah, I mean that's what it seems like. There's a lot of confusion as if there's two separate, um, two separate indexes or forks of, of search. And I know speaking with with Matt Cutts at, at Google I/O, they're really really trying hard to prevent any kind of forking as far as a standard index and a mobile index. Um, right now, what they're really trying to do is really parse that same index for mobile and standard, which right now it really is essentially the same in many ways, um, just a little more uh, fuel injection to to those local search results. Yeah, but there are differences. Like, I don't know if you do this, but when I'm looking at a mobile site, I'll go and I'll do a site colon on the site in traditional Google, and then I'll go to uh, google.com forward slash m and do the same site colon. Um, And then if you scroll down to the very bottom of the page, there's a little drop-down that starts by saying web, but you can change it to mobile and do a site colon there on the same thing, and you'll get different results. So I, I... I think it's clear, just historically, from what I know, that there was a separate mobile index, and you see it when you go to that that last one, the what I call the mobile mobile results. So that's really interesting, Michael. That that um, it seems like we did previously have a separate mobile index, but even Matt Cutts 
is saying that we're going towards one index, and it's it seems like it's been a rocky road because I know I've seen um, the separate index or the results of the separate index before, but I do see things kind of going down to a similar uh, to one index that is just able to decide, you know, where something should rank. Should it rank on traditional? Should it rank on smartphones? Or should it rank in feature phones? But uh, more on that in a minute. We're going to break for a commercial. So you're listening to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Cindy Crum, uh, and my guest here is Michael Martin. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. (coughs) Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel only on webmasterradio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. We're back. You're listening to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Cindy Crum, and I'm here with Michael Martin, and we're giving a quick quick recap of the mobile session that happened at SES San Francisco last week. Um, it was a really great session uh, lots of people attended, and, and what we're kind of talking about now is an extension of that, and it's this idea that, that Michael brought up that is, um, it appears that Google especially is moving away from having a separate mobile index um, and towards having uh, just a single index that's able to parse or tell uh, which sites should rank based on the device that's doing the search, and specifically when should a mobile site rank and when should a traditional site rank. Right, Michael? 
Yeah, I mean, actually, uh, what, what Matt said to me is that there that there always been a single index. Um, there's just a delineation for for when you do a mobile search as opposed to a standard search. Um, I, I just know he was telling me they internally they they're really fighting against having any kind of direct forking of an index. Um, so that's just that's really interesting. Uh, what you say as you see these different results, is that really a, a true separate index, or is there well, just a delineation within the same? I've always thought about the mo- what I call in my mind the mobile index as just like another universal because what they said when they started doing universal results or including universal results is that we had all these separate indexes and people weren't searching them all so we wanted to bring all the indexes together um, and so now we're pulling ro- results from our other indexes into the main index and I, I tend to believe that mobile results are somewhat like that in that they they may have been indexed separately in the past, um, but they're trying now to integrate them and to move away from that. And I can imagine having separate indexes that have to be queried all the time um, for one search is uh, process intensive. And it seems like um, things like caffeine are no doubt a move towards streamlining uh, the number of indexes that they would have to query, right? I mean, that, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel the same way as far as, like, caffeine, all these um, updates are really kind of sheep-herding everyone to yeah. start conforming their sites to, to mobile. And the next thing well, is, you know, starting to sheep-herd people into micro-formats. I feel that's, right. that's the next thing that they're going to start doing. Exactly. And you saw the news about the, the sitemaps, right? We can now submit one sitemap that includes all of our different types of files instead of having to submit a mobile sitemap and a video sitemap and a news sitemap, right? I mean, that to me is a clear indication that they really are trying to consolidate down in one index, but but also that it kind of indicates that there were at least sub-indexes or or multiple indexes or parent-child relationships in the index, you know? Yeah, and and I think this really speaks to to mobile search in general and that a lot of what um, a lot of what's said or what's seen is, is just done by experimental or just by observation that we've done or you know through, we've dealt with so many sites and there's no real direct clarity even within um, within Google Webmaster because even even at SES when we talk to people from Google, no one no we don't really have a point person. Uh, Matt Cutler right. doesn't directly speak on mobile search. I mean, who is this person? I mean, a lot of the people we speak internally are not sure. Obviously, there's somebody, but. Um, as you can see in the algorithm, it's, it's it's really hazy where it's going, but we can see, have a good sense of what's needed to really prepare yourself for its evolution that's happening as we speak. Yeah. Well, and let's make a public call to action. If you know who we should be talking to at Google to get some of these answers, we'd be happy to, to send some emails and get you on the show or get them on the show. Because I think we're at a point where we do need some clarity from Google um, because they're giving us maybe the bare minimum of what we need to know. Um, but there are still a lot of mobile sites that are being misindexed or having problems with indexing. And, and something that, uh, an experiment that I like to do to show the differences um, in how a site is perceived uh, based on the device is I will do a site colon in traditional, uh, traditional Google and look at those results, and then go to google.com forward slash m and do a site colon there, and that's when you get to see whether or not your pages have the the little green phone attached to them, um, and what results you have, and I call that the smartphone index, Um, and then if you scroll down to the very bottom of the page, there's a drop down, 
um, and it says web by default. But if you use the drop down and you select mobile, and you do the site colon um, after that, after you've selected mobile, um, then you're in what I call the feature phone results or the mobile mobile results. And that's actually a different list in that site colon, um, which to me says different index. I don't know Can what you also think. Can you check the, uh, the, the T-Mobile index? No, 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 it's not the T-Mobile index. It's <laughs> totally different. I don't know if you want to talk about the, the article that you point out where a lot of these service providers, you know, kind of throw in their own results within the, uh, the standard Google results based on all the cookies or implementation on, on phones by these uh, providers. Yeah, so there's an article that went live about that today on the SEO Moz blog. What did you think? Do you, is that evil? We'll give people oh, some I mean, background. I've seen that as a so, while, and that's part of the bloatware that that these service providers do. Which uh, kudos to to the iPhone is, and, and that's what I'm curious with them going to Verizon if that's the case, because uh, you know they fought off having AT&T labeling, AT&T bloatware, um, which is allowed obviously with Android devices. And I know with with Verizon that that's going to be an issue. Um, so I mean, it's it, it's a known thing and just something that people should be aware of in general. Yeah. Well, let's give let's give the listeners some background in case they didn't read the article. So what what happens is, if you start and I use T-Mobile in my example, if you start from the T-Mobile homepage that they program into your phone and you do a search, it says that you're searching Google, um, and you are searching Google. But um, when you do the search from that start page, they cookie you, and they can, in some cases, include their own set. Um, of results that that look like a universal result, so it's not all different results, but it's it's sort of a universal result to their monetized content from their um, old carrier decks. So things like ringtones and screensavers, um, and you're cookied. So whenever you do a search um, on that phone, uh, presumably, at least in my tests, uh, the carrier can insert those carrier. Results or the, the the carrier results are perhaps algorithmically inserted, just like a different another kind of universal result would be. Um, but my point, or one of my points in the article, was that that's kind of evil. Do you think so? I think it's 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 the price to pay with these with these providers, um, and and that's why I I personally I always get my I always get unlocked phones that they're not uh, directly tied in. Uh, which was part of you know, Google's experiment with the Nexus One, um, and hopefully that's something sure. we can go back to, um, because obviously right now the, the providers are you know getting that 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 power and able to monetize all these all these new phones that, that Android's providing them uh, by putting this extra services or, or bloatware on them. Um, well, but it's actually it's actually not um, it's not anything that I downloaded. You can replicate this because I did it on an unlocked phone as well. All you do is you go to that start page that I linked to in the article, and you're cookied. Even if yeah, I mean that, that thing is with an unlocked phone. I I would never go. You know, I would never start off. Yeah, you, know, you would never that, go there. But you right, could. Yeah. Interesting stuff. All right, so something else that came up. Um, that that's, we're having a controversial little show. Something else that came up was the uh, rel alternate tag that you spoke about briefly from stage. Do you want to tell us more about that? Yeah, I mean that's something I've seen um, I, that was mentioned in in, in, in uh, Google Webmaster. And when I when I mentioned that to to Miley, as far as kind of it's kind of like a rel canonical for mobile sites, and that using rel alternate basically signals to 
to, to Google specifically, that as opposed to rendering this site in the index, on the mobile index, um, since it's not mobile ready, to then instead um, display a different, different page that is mobile ready. Um, so it's kind of a real canonical backstop for, for mobile pages if you're not doing direct user agent detection. Um, and when I mentioned this to Miley Oye, who's, who's part of the Google team, uh, who's actually going to, I believe, uh, Google TV, um, she was surprised that that was out yet. So I'm not sure if that's what Google really want to push forward or that's going to be something that they are going to start banging the drum on just like they did with the real canonical as far as people just being, you know, mobile, mobile uh, prepared. Well, and what do you think, I mean, I know you probably don't have as much background information as you would like on the topic, but what do you think would be the, the comparative advantage using that uh, rel alternate tag to the rel canonical? It, do we think that that's like almost a soft redirect? Like, I mean, because that's kind of how the, the rel canonical works, but maybe, I don't know. It's just hard to conceive of uh, how that would be different from a rel canonical and... Um, how it would be better and or worse. I mean, what the strategic impact is. Well, real canonical is basically streamlining your, your URL presence for, for that content or that page, while the real um, alternate is basically saying um, that th this page is not mobile ready and that there's a mobile alternate. So not, not necessarily it's, a, it's, um, it's, it's streamlining the www or duplicate content, but rather just the signal thing to display or instead put another page that uh, correlates to that in the mobile index in, instead of that one. Okay. Interesting. It'd be nice if we had someone to test that or if we could just get uh, some, some clarity on the issue directly from, yeah, I think that's, uh, from Google. That's what a lot of people are asking because there's a lot of, like I was saying, it, mobile is the Wild West as far as search goes. There's a lot of theories and, and, and a lot that I talked about uh, with, with people, you know, the best 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 sessions at a conference are usually the ones that at the bar at 10 to 11 o'clock at night. And there's a really some really good mobile ideas that I came across, and a lot of it you just need to test and experiment um, to really, you know, qualify because, like I said, it's, it's wide open, and there's so many things to, to validate and test because um, it, it, it's just amazing how, uh, how many different features you could really take advantage of. Anything you learned at the bar that you want to share with us? Um... I generally, I generally like to only speak about it once, once I've actually done it. There's so many people talk and talk uh, about, you know, about certain things, and the best, thing, best way to talk about something is once you've already done it. That's absolutely true. All right, so then let's talk about the other mobile session. Did you attend the other mobile session, the one about augmented reality? Yeah, I thought that, I mean, I thought that was interesting, even though you know, it's going away from, from search and that um, a lot of this, as, as was heard, um, was was really you know pushed by by Android devices um, because of the stronger mic, uh, microprocessor and also you know a lot of the Qualcomm uh, integration uh, that's being done uh, as far as the dual uh, processors coming out later in the year. Yeah. Now I've I've always kind of wondered like how how did people in search get so interested in augmented reality? But as it turns out augmented reality is usually the apps are, are usually one thing or another. They're usually games, or they actually are to facilitate a search, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, I think you brought this up, and I thought it was the most interesting as far as a marketing application um, is, is using it for, for real estate. If you're, you know, if you're out in a certain area and you want to know, all right, I like, I like some of these houses to kind of just use your phone and see you know, if they are listed or if they are for sale or what the status is. 
Uh, I think that would right. be a great, you know, application once that, that DB is built up. Right. Well, and Yelp, um, I think Yelp has done something with augmented reality um, a little bit, and then there's Google Goggles. So it's definitely related to search, but um, in terms of optimizing anything for an augmented reality application, it seems like it's just a, an exercise in feed optimization. Yeah, and I, I think that's, and that's also going to be, uh, go on a little tangent with there, is I think that's going to be a really interesting space for search is, is actually getting uh, application awareness because within the App Store or Android market and on the alternatives, the algorithm defining them is pretty cumbersome. Um, so really utilizing mobile search and just marketing in general, uh, creating that awareness and drive uh, to the applications, I think is going to be huge this year and especially into next. Right. Well, and, and if you go outside of the App Store, um, there are obviously other places to get applications, but it's still kind of, it's still difficult because there are, aggreg- there are so many aggregators that we need an aggregator of the aggregators at this point to find apps. But then also um, there's not a lot of support in, in terms of getting you the application that's actually going to work on your phone. Um, and I think that's, that's a big issue. Yeah, and I think, too, is, is again, just, real, uh, gen- just general awareness of what people are using. I think there's great services like AppBrain and such that, you know, that also kind of crowdsource as far as what people really want or what people are really using um, beyond just the, the algorithms used within those stores. Because I know, you know, GetJar, you know, goes across all platforms. Uh, SlideMe is another great alternative um, for the Android market. Um, so it's really interesting to see how this really evolves. I think that's the, real, the, next, the next real battle for, uh, for 2011. Yeah, is going to be the the battle of the app stores. And yeah, do you know, I haven't problem. looked on all of those, but I, we do know that the app store is being indexed by Google, and you can link, um, you can get directly to an HTML page um, of the apps in the app store. What about uh, all the other uh, application marketplaces? I imagine since it's Android, uh, the Android apps have HTML pages that can rank in search results. It's not um, HTML pages, but the Android apps do rank within uh, search results. Um, but again, if that's again on a mobile device, so that does take you to the application uh, download location within the Android market. Um, right now, the Android market doesn't render directly um, all these applications uh, on our standard uh, desktop or non-mobile device. That seems like an oversight on Google's part. Yeah, I think I think in a lot of ways. This, this could go on an even further tangent, but I think in a lot of ways, Google's purposely neglected the Android market. Um, I mean, the whole point with Android was really to evolve mobile search. Um, and they knew to get there was through applications. And they, my sense is they just wanted to start to basically have the Android market as a stimulus, and that's why they have that free market approach where you can download anywhere. And they were kind of hoping someone else would take the ball instead of them. Um, but that's just my my speculation on the whole the whole thing. Interesting. All right. I like it. All right. Well, we're going to have to wrap it up for this, uh, this version of Mobile Presence. Thanks, you guys, for listening. You've been listening to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. This is Cindy Crum from Rank Mobile. Michael, uh, give everyone, if you don't mind, uh, an email address or a Twitter handle where people can contact you if they have questions about the show. Sure. Um, you can reach me directly at michael at mobilemartin.com, uh, also the same site. Um, as well on Twitter. Currently, it's Google and blog, but 
I'll be sending out a tweet that I'll be changing that shortly. What's the new one? Um, I'll say once once it's once it's confirmed. Oh, I see. Secret. All right, perfect. So this uh, this show airs every Wednesday at uh, 11 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, stay tuned for next week's show. And Michael, love to have you back sometime. You've been listening to Mobile to Presence back. on WebmasterRadio.fm. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.